Hello, and welcome to a special episode of the Cantina Chatter podcast. In Chicago, Star Wars Celebration is going on, and this morning, the panel for Star Wars Episode 9 took place. For those of you like me who can't be in attendance at Celebration, they are very awesomely live streaming the major panels from the event on YouTube. So I was able to catch that. And at the very end, we got not only the teaser trailer for Star Wars Episode 9, but finally the reveal for the title of the film, Star Wars Episode 9, The Rise of Skywalker. This trailer was freaking incredible. I am all over this trailer right now. I know it's been a bit of a bumpy road with the sequel trilogy for a lot of people. I myself have my own issues with it, but I know that this final film of the Skywalker saga needs to be satisfying and needs to be a proper conclusion to the Skywalker saga, which has been going on for decades. So I feel like this trailer absolutely delivered. I am over the moon with everything that I saw. And uh, most of what we saw, it, you know, can be open to interpretation because it's a teaser trailer and not only that, it's a Star Wars teaser trailer, so they don't really give a lot away. On the surface, it seems like we're seeing things, but then as it's been in the past, once we actually see the films, we realize that some of it was misdirection and some of it just didn't really pan out. So it'll be curious to see what happens with this trailer, but you know, I really needed to talk about this trailer. So my buddy from the Jurassic Park podcast, Brad Jost, is gracious enough to join us for a little bit to talk about the teaser trailer for Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. And then I'll read through some of your thoughts about this new teaser trailer from Twitter. So joining us from a state in another time zone far, far away, <laughs> he's no stranger to the show, host of the Jurassic Park podcast. Welcome back, Mr. Brad Jost. Hey, how's it going? Uh, hopefully I sound okay out here in a, you know, a galaxy far, far away in my vehicle as I'm driving <laughs> home, but uh, I am excited to talk about uh, the trailer. Oh, absolutely. And thank you for, for joining in with us. Um, yeah, I mean, the trailer dropped this morning. I was watching the panel that they're doing because they're live streaming everything from Star Wars Celebration. Uh, this year it's in Chicago. I wasn't able to make it. I haven't actually been to a celebration in a really long time. Um, the last one I did was Celebration uh, 4, which was, I think, 2007. So it's been a minute. Uh-huh. Um, oh, wow. But it, it's really cool that you can actually stream it because, I mean, that, you know, you don't have to be there. I'm sure it's more fun to be there, but... Uh, being able to at least partake and, you know, seeing things at the same moment everybody else is seeing them is kind of a cool thing, don't you think? Yeah, I, I wish I have been able to have that opportunity. I've never gone to a, a celebration before. Um, and I'm uh, the past few years, at least, I've been just streaming them. Um, and I'm super thankful that they at least do that and they stream the trailers and stuff like that. It, it's awesome. I watched the Disney Plus panel that they did the day before and I, and they didn't stream like any of the content that they were showing. Uh -huh. So I was like, oh, man, like that, that stinks. But I like that, you know, Star Wars actually shows you what you're seeing or what they're seeing in the room. So that's really awesome. Yeah, totally, totally. I, I wish every convention did that. Wouldn't it be awesome if Comic-Con did that and everything else? It really would. I, I like the days of uh, the old, what was it, G4? Is that what the, the network was on TV where they would actually like stream a lot of stuff from Comic-Con? Uh -huh. But then that platform went away completely. So, Yeah. So at the end of this panel, they show the 
teaser trailer for Star Wars Episode Nine. At that point, we still didn't know what it was called. Um, a lot of people had been complaining leading up to this point that, you know, where's the title? You know, maybe there's not a trailer yet, but where's the title? You know, ultimately, I think it really worked saving the title for the teaser. What do you think about that? Yeah, I think it really worked. And that's what I expected. I didn't think they would announce it anytime during the panel. I think they would wait. And they did. And honestly, I, I didn't even think to look i was busy being like enamored by the trailer that that part actually i just missed it completely and i actually i wanted to rewind but i'm like no 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 this is a live stream let me what's going on here i was like so panicky because i knew they had just shown it but my eyes just didn't see it so i thought it was hilarious that i i almost completely missed it that's funny yeah it's um it, it was really cool so we got to talk about our reaction here uh when i saw the teaser finally um I know you said on, on social media, you said on Twitter that you cried after you saw it. Um, not going to lie, yeah. I, I was bawling my eyes out just as well. Um, I, I was really moved by this by this trailer. I mean, there was just so much in there that, I, I mean, none of us knew what to expect. A few things have kind of been leaking out, like, you know, some of the images, you know, the character designs and costumes, things like that. But I mean, we really don't have too much knowledge unless you're kind of really getting into like spoiler territory and stuff, you know, what, what to expect. And, um, just, I, I don't know. It just really hit all the marks for me of what I put, could have possibly wanted with the teaser trailer for this film. Um, so how did you, what was your overall reaction to seeing this teaser? Yeah. I mean, there's just like a pure excitement when it comes to these kind of events. And I said to one of my friends before the panel started, I was like, this is the last time we know nothing about the, the end of the Skywalker saga. Like, that's just crazy. And and the, the yeah, the trailer blew me away. I was just like in awe the whole time. And there was a specific moment, I think, like uh, towards the middle of the trailer somewhere where I just it hit me like it hit me real hard. And I I didn't expect to get hit that hard because I have mixed feelings when it comes to the last movie uh, for uh -huh. some aspects. I really like the movie overall, but it, I have mixed results with that. But this one just like it blew me away yet again. Um I would say like it's probably the second best teaser out of the three because like the first one, I don't think you can beat that when it comes to trailers ever. Like that was the best trailer I've ever seen. Yeah, the, uh, the Force Awakens one. Yeah. Um, but this one was this one was right up there, to be honest. It was it was really good. And oh, I was just blown away. And it, it did bring me like to tears. Like, I don't know, something hit me emotionally. Maybe it was like like I think it said something about being like the last or or. Uh, maybe it was around the moment where Leia was on screen. I don't know what it was, but it hit me hard. Uh huh. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, and I think it's a combination of all of those things. Uh, you bring up a good point when you're saying that this is the final installment of uh, you know the Skywalker story. This is a 42 year old story that is finally coming to a close. I mean, for all intents and purposes, it's really like Avengers Endgame, but for Star Wars. Um, this is it. Like, yeah. this is the end of that story. And, you know, they're tying it all up, with hopefully with a nice bow. And, you know, we're all going to be satisfied with it. Um, but, I mean, everything that they did with this teaser really hit home for me. I just think, like, it was the culmination of everything that we saw that uh, left me with, you know, the impression that I had of it just being like a perfect trailer. Yeah, it's so funny because prior to uh, this week, I had tweeted out, like, I don't know if this trailer is going to do it for me, if it's going to hype me up more than I could possibly be hyped than I am for Endgame. Because right now I'm I'm just, you know, off the wall when it comes to Endgame. I want to see that. I'm super excited. And then I like retweeted my original tweet. I'm like, all right, it did it. It worked. I am so hyped. 
And I, yeah, there's no going back now. It's crazy. It's hard. I still got a few, a little bit of water in my eyes or something. Maybe it's an eyelash. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that's what I keep blaming it on. <laughs> so yeah, let's go ahead and break down this teaser trailer a little bit based on everything we saw. So it opens up with breathing. Uh, we quickly find out that it's rain. I thought this was kind of an interesting mirror because in, in past teasers and of course in the original trilogy, I mean, who was the person that was always doing the heavy breathing? It was Vader. So I thought this was kind ah. of like a parallel to that in some way. Did you pick up on that at all? You know what? No, not at all. Uh, that's actually really like insightful. I love that. Um, I kind of just picked up on the fact that it was very reminiscent of the original Force Awakens teaser with with Finn in the Jakku Desert. Like, that's what I was. It was like a parallel of that, but with Rey this time. So uh -huh. I thought that uh -huh. was pretty cool, too. But man, that that breathing is really uh, interesting. Something to think about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, we see Ray, you know, just like you said, standing there in the desert. And we don't know what planet this is. I know that it's kind of been rumored that the story might be going back to Tatooine. Uh, I've seen some people on Twitter saying it looks more like uh, Jeddah from Rogue One. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know. I don't think I have any firm idea yet. I mean, it definitely does look a little like Jeddah. Um, I, I think there's some distinct differences from Tatooine, but... You know, what was it? Uh, Anthony Daniels said, like, when they went there to film, it basically looked like a Ralph McQuarrie, you know, piece of art. So maybe that is the same place. Who knows? Um, and it's and maybe Jakku. I mean, it looks a little bit different than that. But um, I don't know. I, I I'm I'm assuming it's a repeat place, to be honest, I think. Yeah, I, I would assume so. It, it, it's hard to imagine they would bring in another desert planet into the Star Wars universe. But <laughs> Way too many, way too many. <laughs> way too many, but who knows? Um, so then we see Rey and it pans down. Uh, the camera looks at her lightsaber, which we see is, it looks like it's patched up. It looks like she's done some repairs on it, possibly. Um, if you've seen The Last Jedi, then you know, you know how that goes down. The lightsaber splits in half. And uh, yeah. she's, she's got to do a little bit of work to get it back up to speed. Um, and, uh, you know, that, then it's revealed that a TIE fighter, presumably this is uh, Kylo Ren. Uh, it kind of looks like it when it cuts to his, the hands of whoever's piloting. It looks like his gloves. Um, I can't imagine who else it would possibly be. Um, and uh, she does a really cool Jedi-like maneuver that we haven't really seen a whole lot of in this trilogy so far. Um, I know we got a lot of that in the prequel trilogy and a little bit of it in the original trilogy with Luke and Vader and all that. But uh, this was like, a, to me, like a classic like Jedi move. And I'm glad to see that, you know, back in Star Wars. Uh, what did you think about that? Oh, yeah, 100 percent. I am fully on board with the prequel era of the Jedi and like the way that they move and just how skilled they are. Um, you know, going back and watching the original trilogy, it's like I feel like there needs to be more, you know, and Vader doesn't do that kind of stuff aside from like. Uh, you know, a few little jumps here and there. And Luke uh -huh. does that, like, you blast up into the, the rafters thing. But, like, <laughs> but that's about it, you know? So this is, a, I think, a welcome return for me. I love, like, the the Darth Maul style of, of fighting and all that. I'd love to see more of that, you know, in this trilogy here. So hopefully, hopefully we get a little bit more. Yeah, hopefully. And then the next thing we see is, uh, it's another planet, I assume. Uh, it's kind of like nighttime. It looks like there's maybe a Y-Wing that's flying by. And it's headed uh, towards yeah. like a settlement or a town. I'm not really sure because we don't really get a good look at this place. Um, but uh, it's really dark and it looks like it could possibly be uh, something that we haven't seen before in terms of locations. 
Um, any thoughts on what that could possibly be? No idea. <laughs> no, I'm really <laughs> insightful here. I know. I have no idea what that could be. At, at first, I was like, it really looks like um, the planet that was in Rogue One. What was that? Eridu or Radu or something like that? Edu, yes. Um, Edu? Oh, okay, Edu, yeah. I know there's like two planets that have very similar names. Um, yeah, that one. It kind of looked like that a little bit, but I, you know, I don't think it's that one. Just the coloring and the style uh, that they shot that with, it looked very similar. But yeah, there is like a big like uh, little city there, like in on like a hilltop or something like that, and they're flying straight towards it. So I don't know. I'm always interested in new locations and stuff like that to to broaden the world and make it bigger. And and I think that's the best part about like the prequels and the 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 TV shows and the comics and and books. I think it's like building this big world because. Mostly the movies have been kind of small, I think. Uh-huh. Yeah, totally. And uh, that's something I would also like to see, you know, a return to, uh, you know, planets that are a little bit more exotic, things that aren't necessarily recreations of what we have on Earth. Uh, I think the prequels mm -hmm. did an excellent job at doing that. Planets like Felucia that we glimpse really quick or Maegito or Mustafar, things like that. Hopefully this will be something similar to that where, you know, it's just like a totally like imaginative, like George Lucas style planet that, you know, we just yeah. have never seen. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah. And then the next thing we see is uh, Kylo Ren. It looks like he's in the middle of a battle. Uh, he is uh, like running through the, the woods or I don't know the the sky in this in this shot is red. So I don't know if this is like a different planet or, or what the insinuation is for, for the red color. But he's like full on Kylo Ren here. He's like rushing into battle with stormtroopers at his side and he's cutting down what looks to be maybe like a rebel trooper or a resistance trooper or something. Um, what are your thoughts on this moment? Oh, my God. Like, stylistically, it looks insane. Like, just the atmosphere, wherever they are, it's like, like you said, it's like fully like red. It almost looks on fire, but it's, I don't think it is, but it just has that vibe to it. Uh -huh. um, and yeah, they're, he's, he's got like, um, I guess like a first order trooper behind him, kind of like on his side fighting. And then, yeah, somebody comes into battle there. Um, I have no idea what's going on there, but it looks pretty, pretty awesome. Like just the, the style of everything. I think that so far JJ is like really capturing my interest as far as the looks are concerned. Yeah, definitely. That's very well said. And um, they didn't say how long it's been uh, during the panel between The Last Jedi and this film. Um, but the insinuation is that, you know, there is there is a little bit of a time gap. Uh, and it looks like in this in this one shot that, you know, like I said, he's full on Kylo Ren. It's very like Darth Vader in, in feeling. Have you ever like p played any of the video games or seen the comics? You know, Vader on the battlefield with the stormtroopers. Um, I really got that sense from watching, from seeing this this moment in the trailer. It just seems like he's going all out, and you know he's finally reached maybe that point where you know he's the true villain and he's, you know, kicking ass basically. Yeah, I hope it's very you know similar to that moment in Rogue One because that was the moment that that really really established Vader for me. Like I know that's odd to say because we had him for so long, <laughs> but like that moment in Rogue One really just nailed it, you know, for me because it was. It was so awesome, so incredible. What I've always wanted to see Vader do. So I think if you, if maybe you give that to Kylo as well, like that would be awesome. Anytime Kylo has like just wrecked people, it's been pretty cool looking, to be honest. It's been yeah. awesome. Yeah, completely. And it's also notable that in that moment, he doesn't have his helmet on. But in the next shot, yeah. we actually see that he's fixing his helmet or somebody's fixing his helmet. It looks like it could be him based on the gloves. So, yeah, what do you think about the helmet being back in this film? Yeah, it's funny that we realize both Ray and Kylo are very good at, at fixing things, you know, what they've broken. So it's good to know that they have good repair skills. 
Um, but I, yeah, I wonder what it means through a larger context because, like, you know, he broke it because he felt like, I guess he was, like, under Snoke's thumb and just decided to, you know, he had enough of it and enough of hiding and, and being like a baby under that helmet. I think some, Snoke said something along those lines. Um, so it's interesting to see him, like, reforge it and, and put it back together. Like, I, I don't know if that means he's going back to his grandfather's mentality or not. Like, I, I really don't know. It, it just, it's very intriguing to me to see him go back to that. And also, like, as an actor, you know, for J.J. to just throw him back in a helmet so you don't see his face as much. But, I mean, who knows what the ratio is, helmet to not helmet in the movie. But um, I, I am very happy to see the helmet back because it was scary. Yeah, it was scary. And uh, admittedly, uh, uh, when he took it off in The Force Awakens, it was like, okay, well, you know, he took it <laughs> off. He's not, he, he's just like a guy. Yeah, I mean, knowing who, knowing who was in there, you, you weren't really surprised, but like, but it is surprising in that universe to have such a powerful authority just be some kid, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And um, I, I don't know, I kind of have mixed feelings about the helmet being back. Because like you said, in The Last Jedi, you know, Kylo's all about, you know, let the past die. And, you know, he breaks the helmet and, you know, presumably he doesn't care about hiding who he is anymore. He wants to just be Kylo Ren. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, but here he is kind of being wishy-washy going back and fixing the helmet. And so it's kind of, I guess maybe possibly that's meant to kind of show he's still conflicted about a lot of things and he's not completely solidified in the dark side. I don't, I mean, who knows? Um, but yeah. it is interesting that, um, that it's back. Yeah. I think JJ missed that line from the last Jedi about <laughs> killing the past because it seems like he, he's disregarding that in some aspects, which I mean, who knows? We'll see what happens as far as that's all concerned. I'm excited to learn either way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So the next thing we see is uh, just a really brief glimpse of a few of the heroes. There's uh, there's Poe Dameron and uh, Finn, and they are just kind of hanging out. It looks like maybe they're on that desert planet. And then uh, there's a shot of BB-8 with that new droid, his new sidekick, uh, whose name escapes me at the moment. I think they mentioned it it's, in the uh, panel. It's a Dio, I believe. Dio, that's right, that's right. Yeah, Dio. really awesome looking droid, yeah. Yeah, uh, the the uh, practical robot that they brought on stage during the panel was, um, I mean, I, I don't really care for the design, to be honest, but like just the way that it works and kind of rolls around is, is pretty cool. Yeah, they're going for a very cute vibe with a lot of the, the designs, you know, in this sequel trilogy here. Yeah, I don't feel like that was the case originally, but, um, you know, BB-8 is super cute, just the ball rolling around. And then you have Dio, which is like like a puppy. Like it's, it, I don't know, just the shape of it really like felt like a dog. And then they showed the concept art for previous renditions of Dio. And it like, it was straight up a dog. Like it just looked like a dog in the, in the concept art. It's pretty hilarious. Actually, I think it looked, uh, I think there's like a, a dog robot in Doctor Who that it looked like oddly identical to. Hmm. Interesting. Um, so the next thing we see is the Millennium Falcon. It is flying through hyperspace from their backs. We see Chewbacca and sitting next to him, uh, none other than Lando Calrissian, which to me, this was a freaking awesome moment in the trailer. What were your thoughts upon seeing Lando for the first time? Oh, that has been such a big question for me because, you know, he's he's really up there in age. I think, what is he, 80, or, like 80 at this point? Yeah, like 80, 82. Yeah. Like, so you just wonder, you know, is he going to pull it off? Is he going to be Lando again because I don't know that's important I think to, to be able to pull it off Harrison Ford pulled it off he's a little bit younger Carrie Fisher pulled it off Mark Hamill pulled it off they're, they're a bit younger but 
but he's a little bit older. So I was like, oh, is he going to do it? And he did it. Like, it felt like, <laughs> like Lando. It, it, you know, I guess it helped that he's literally wearing the same clothes he's ever worn. You know, like maybe that. <laughs> so that's, an, that's a thing there. But like, I, I thought he sold it. And it was so short, like a little moment there. But he pulled off the look, the laugh, everything about it. Just felt right seeing him there in the cockpit with Chewie. Yeah, totally. It, it 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 really gave me the feels, like you know, seeing that moment and his excitement at being back in the Falcon. I mean, who knows how long it's been since he's actually piloted? It could have been back on Endor, you know, in Return of the Jedi. Um, so it yeah, was yeah. It, it was super exciting, and, and of course, I think they really got the look down. That was one thing I wasn't so sure about is you know how's he gonna look? I mean, he is older. He doesn't really look the way he used to, you know, thirty years ago. Um, how's he going to look? I mean, he looks like Lando. He just looks like an older Lando piloting the Falcon. And I think that's what they needed to do. Yeah. Yeah. I think they did it. And, you know, I've seen him on social media. He like posts videos of him from the gym all the time, like boxing and lifting weights. I'm like, man, look at that guy. He's killing it. He's doing awesome. (laughs) Yeah. I love seeing those. Um, so after the shot, uh, it cuts to, uh, it looks like maybe we're back on that desert planet again. There's some speeders and what looks to be some sort of a skiff with Poe Dameron and Finn and C-3PO. And they're being fired at um, possibly by they, they kind of look. I mean, we don't really see them very well, but it sort of looks like the snowtrooper yeah. style armor that we see in the previous films. And they're like on speeder bikes chasing after the heroes uh, firing at them. So it looks like maybe this is like a little skirmish or something. Uh, they're obviously yeah. trying to get somewhere and they're being chased. Um, what I thought was interesting about this moment was that, you know, if it is in fact that same planet that we saw Ray on at the beginning, which it looks to be, then, uh, you know, there's obviously multiple things going on, you know, on this planet. But it seems like we might be getting quite a bit of action on this planet. Was that your was that also your impression? Oh, yeah. I mean, there was a lot going on in that planet. And, you know, in the panel, they actually made mention that this is a big adventure movie. So that was like, I think, really welcoming to hear that. It's just full of adventure. It's going to be, you know, trying to find probably something specific. And I'm very excited about that. I love the, you know, Indiana Jones movies and and, uh, all those adventure kind of flicks like that. So I think that would be awesome. And obviously, Oscar Isaac looks like he's straight out of Uncharted. Like he's he's wearing the Nathan Drake outfit there. It's it's pretty, pretty remarkable how they just didn't even try to do something different. (laughs) But I love it. It looks awesome. I wish they'd cast him as as Nathan Drake. Um, but that moment is very reminiscent, I feel like, of, of Star Wars Rebels. Like it, I feel like in Rebels, they're always on the run in like a, a little shuttle of some sort, a speeder or something. Um, it's very reminiscent of that. And then also you have those, like you said, like the snowtrooper looking designs. But I think some of them are like flying. Whether I don't know if they have like a jetpack or some sort of thing. I don't know how they're flying, but like something's flying through the air as well. I think it was them. I don't think it was like a ship or anything. It looked small. Um, uh-huh. So that was interesting to me. I didn't know if it was like something like Star Wars Rebels where there's always like whether it's a Mandalorian or something flying. <laughs> I don't know. There always is in, the, in that show for some reason. Yeah, it could have very well been. I thought it was actually just the speeders were like going up. But yeah, I mean, they, it could have been like troopers. Maybe, maybe yeah. Yeah, it could be. I, I don't know. It was It was so blurry and fast that like I didn't know what they were doing so far up in the air. So who knows? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the next thing we see is somebody is holding one of the Yavin ceremony medals that, you know, the heroes get at the at the end of the very first film. Um, so I don't know if this is maybe Luke's medal or Han's medal that this person is holding. I assumed it was Leia holding it, but I don't really know because we don't see the person's face. Um, 
Yeah. That that kind of hit me in the feels a little bit, seeing seeing the medal. I assume that it was probably Leia like holding Han's medal and just kind of remembering him, or maybe even Luke's, because obviously he's gone at this point as well. Um, what do you think about that? I didn't even almost catch it at first. I, I just saw the relic, and I, I just wasn't even thinking about that. And then later saw somebody online. I was like, oh, my God, that's right. Jeez, how did I miss that? And it, it's so awesome. And I, I would assume maybe, like, Han or... Or uh, did Chewie get one, like, after the fact? I think that they say something like that recently. Yeah, that was in a recent comic. <laughs> yeah. So, like, maybe, like, it's one of theirs that was just stored somewhere on the Falcon. And, and like, Ray's like, here you go, Leia. I feel like you needed this, you know, like, or something. Uh, yeah, yeah, but, good point. Um, I would assume it's her. I would assume it's her holding on and just reminiscing. And that's really cool to kind of have that legacy moment right there where you're remembering the past, um, even though Ryan Johnson told us not to. Um, but I, I love it. I think it's great. <laughs> yeah, it, it was really cool. And uh, of course, right after that, we see Ray hugging Leia. Um, and uh, I don't know, I assume this is, you know, some of the footage that they had from The Force Awakens, and maybe they just kind of did a little bit of digital work on Ray to make her look like her outfit that she's wearing in this film. But um, again, another very emotional moment, because one thing I need to add is that uh, through through a good part of this this teaser, you have Princess Leia's theme playing in the background. So, yes. um, you know her 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 shadow is obviously hanging over uh, this teaser, and um, it was just another one of those moments that you know it, it kind of makes you feel like you know this is this is it like you know these characters you know this is going to be the end of this association with Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, Leia after you know forty plus years. Yeah. Yeah, that was really powerful. The, the the theme was just, it's iconic at this point, obviously, but it just felt so right and like emotional at that point. And at, right now, I mean, she she and Ben are the only Skywalkers left, so it makes sense to use that theme and carry it forward. Um, so I mean, I'm interested to see how they work her into this movie because uh, as far as I've heard, they're, they're, they seem like they're pretty blessed with the amount of spare footage that they had you know yeah. b-roll stuff yeah. or whatever it may be that they had of her which is crazy like i mean i know that they they have this extra footage all the time in movies but the fact that they can repurpose it and actually u- utilize it like importantly or i hope so at least like i hope it works out that way like that's pretty cool if they do if it, if it works out that way definitely definitely um so the next thing that we see is uh, the heroes, there's Ray, there's Finn, there's Poe, there's Chewie, C-3PO, and then Dio, the droid. And um, I think BB-8 was in there as well. Uh, and they're on this different, it looks to be a different planet than anything else in the teaser. It looks maybe like 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 grass or grain or, or something. Uh, and then the camera kind of goes around them and it reveals like this ocean or something with these huge tidal waves and what looks to be the remnants of the freaking Death Star. Um, <laughs> it, I was, I didn't oh, catch God. that at first. I didn't, I didn't realize it. I thought it was just like, like a mountain or something. I had to rewatch it. And that's when I was like, Oh my God, yeah. that is the Death Star. Um, so I have to ask you, what Death Star do you think this is? I, I have to assume it's a second Death Star. Um, m- mostly because of what comes next in the trailer. Um, but like, I, I was kind of like you where I didn't even, I didn't even know what it, was at first i was also watching on my phone in my office where my signal was horrible so it was like (laughs) not full hd and i'm like struggling i'm like please be hd so i can tell tell what's going on here and uh when i rewatched it later i was like oh my god that's 
crazy. That's the Death Star? Like, what is going on here? And I, I put the you know pieces together a little bit more with the next scene. I just thought, yeah. <laughs> that has yeah. to be the second Death Star. There's, I, I feel like there's no other way around that. Um, and it's interesting because, you know, in the movie, it legit just straight up blows up completely. So <laughs> it's funny how that works. Absolutely. And, and this is a really cool part where you're, where you're alluding to. We hear Luke saying no one has ever really gone, which is a line that he says in The Last Jedi. And then we get a, perhaps the most epic part of this entire teaser is we hear the Emperor laughing. And um, it's that classical, you know, maniacal emperor cackle that he's got and um it, it's kind of just like one of those like wow moments did, did they really go there did they are they really bringing back <laughs> emperor palpatine somehow um and that does tie into what you said about you know this possibly being the second death star like you know maybe he survived like what are your thoughts on that how, how could the emperor tie into this film well i feel like there's several routes you could take i mean maybe he is still alive and he's just been you know, he's been Darth Maul on it all the way down in some gutter, you know, <laughs> in the bottom of the Death Star, like waiting for his time and just stewing this whole time, like waiting to get his revenge. Um, I, I, th I don't think that's as plausible, but um, I think it was uh, Battlefront 2. Um, and I think maybe in some parts of um, Aftermath, maybe they I think they referred to these Sentinels, which were like robotic beings, I guess, that reflect the face of... The emperor and i guess to kind of keep his stature like alive yeah which i would assume creepy. it has to yeah, do with that creepy. yeah they're so creepy i, I think that would be the, a good payoff for me he doesn't necessarily have to still be alive but i think the use of those would be very creepy um and and really cool i think a new a new way to tackle you know somebody still being alive per se yeah, that, that, that's kind of what I was thinking as well. Um, he could be alive very, you know, he could very well be there, you know, in the Death Star. Maybe this is like the final act of the film and, you know, the heroes have to go confront him somehow. I, I mean, who knows? Um, it, it's kind of hard to tell, like, because what you see at the very beginning of the trailer with Rey and, you know, presumably Kylo and the TIE Fighter, that kind of feels like it could be like a third act type thing. But uh, it just seems odd that they would reveal something from that part of the film this early on. Um, so mm -hmm. it, it does make me wonder, like, you know, what could it be just a hologram or did they clone the emperor the way they did in the old expanded universe? Or, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's true. It's anyone's guess. But the fact that Ian McDiarmid is back as Emperor Palpatine, I think, is probably the greatest news that we've had for this film in a long time. <laughs> yeah, when he, you know, made his presence known on the stage, that was like. That was crazy. That was one of the coolest moments, I think, in, like, any panel. Like, just, just like, chills came across me. And I've seen him on panels before and stuff, and it's been awesome. But, like, that moment, you heard that laugh. You're kind of like, you saw. I guess you saw the title, maybe not me. But um, you're you're just like, what's going on? And then he shows up and then says, like, roll it again or whatever he said. I don't know. <laughs> um, which was just so cool. It's, uh, he, is, he is, you know, a phenomenal actor, and he's just so iconic and i love the carryover you know if that's the case if he really is being included some in some big capacity here i just love the fact that they're carrying it over i hope it's not a vader's helmet situation you know they tease that in the the force awakens trailer and then it literally really means nothing you know yeah. it doesn't do anything doesn't go anywhere um it's just a little nice homage i guess but i hope there's a little bit more substance to this one Absolutely. And if the Emperor really is back some way, somehow, 
Um, do you think that that lessens the impact of what happens at the end of Return of the Jedi? I mean, if he's back physically, like him, his actual self, maybe, uh, maybe a little bit. I think it's 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 more plausible and okay if he's you know a clone or if he is a, a robot you know projected or something i think those are a little bit more acceptable um but you know i really do accept darth maul being alive and well you know well to a point um like i don't think that takes away from the moment that he you know originally got cut in half there i don't you know i think i think it'll all work out i think we'll still be excited about it yeah, yeah, for sure. And if anyone can survive something like that, I, I guess it would be the Emperor, wouldn't it? I would I would assume so. I mean, we didn't really see him die, you know? <laughs> like, we just saw him fly away, and Luke did the same exact thing. So what's the difference? You know, he did the same thing in uh, uh, Empire Strikes Back. They both fell down tubes. Like, so what's the difference? Exactly. I guess it was a little bit of electricity and stuff on the Death Star one, but... You know, we'll overlook that. Well, what about this? What if, what if, the I'm just occurring to me now. What if the Emperor was actually force projecting Return of the Jedi and he wasn't even like there? I, I mean, it's possible. That would <laughs> would that would see would that like lessen Luke's capabilities? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe if they're trying to reverse everything we saw in the Last Jedi, you might as well, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let the past die, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, so a couple of uh, things to touch on real quick before we let you go is uh, one thing that we hear in the trailer is uh, we hear Luke say we've passed on all that we know so who, who do you think he's referring to because I'm thinking it could be maybe him and Yoda possibly maybe Obi-Wan's force ghost yeah. Anakin is he is he referring more to like him Han and Leia what are your thoughts on that well I, I my initial instinct is just Luke and Yoda are probably the force ghosts in that situation. Um, I would love it for, you know, Obi-Wan to show up, you know, he, he, he showed up in voice only, um, in the force awakens. Um, I would love to see him carried forward. And Anakin is somebody that I would, I would like just die if he showed up on screen. Like that would, that's my dream. My hope actually for this entire saga has been for Anakin to show back up, get a little bit of redemption, uh, you know, with the fan base and with, you know, with the films and all that, I think that would be perfect. Um, so I hope he shows up at some point. But I think specifically, it's probably just uh, Luke and Yoda at that point. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what the, what approach they take with that. Because, I mean, right now, you know, it's early. It's the very first teaser. So anything we see, you know, yeah. is going to be open to interpretation. Um, and uh, the last thing we need to touch on, of course, is the title, The Rise of Skywalker. That it's, We finally get the title of this film we've been dying to know what they're going to call it the rise of skywalker um so i want to know your thoughts before i talk a little bit about my feelings towards it oh well i mean i had actually heard a rumor just like a few days ago that skywalker was in the title somewhere and i didn't buy it i was like nah that doesn't i don't i don't think it sounds right <laughs> but um hey there it is you know um but i i think it's good you know i think every star wars title takes a little bit of getting used to I feel like a lot of them end up sounding a little clunky at first and don't necessarily work. Like, but after a little bit, you're like, okay, I accept it. It's great. It's awesome. Um, I feel like the Phantom Menace is kind of like that in that regards where it's like, that sounds a little interesting and weird, but then when you, when you put the context of the movie and, and what's going on, it actually really works. And, um, so the rise of Skywalker, I mean, there's just like, that's, this is one of the biggest questions of the entire trailer. Like, what does that mean? 
like Luke died. Um, I mean, I would assume Leia probably dies at some point in this movie. Um, and it's the end of the Skywalker saga. So how is it a rise of Skywalker? Uh, my mind is boggled. Um, but there is one little thing that I think is kind of interesting about that moment in the trailer is underneath the title sequence, you can hear like the Kylo Ren theme and huh. it sounds dark, but then, but then it kind of changes and it sounds a little more positive and more impactful and uh, I guess heroic in a way. So it's, it's kind of interesting when you, when you put those pieces together, he is a Skywalker technically. I mean, he's a, he's a solo in name, but you know, he's got that lineage in him. So I think it is, is this ultimately the redemption of Ben Solo? Um, I don't know if that works. I, I, you know, I got to see how it plays out. If I can uh -huh. believe it, I would have, I would have believed it in the last Jedi when that moment, when him and Ray are fighting together, uh, that's where I wanted them to just stay together. But then he pulled the triple agent kind of deal and yeah. became a bad guy again. So is there, is there even redemption? Is it possible at this point? I don't know, but I feel like that's what they're alluding to. Maybe, maybe that's what they're, they're going with. Yeah. It, it, it'll be interesting. And you know, that's a really good observation. I, I totally didn't notice that about the music in that moment. Um, but I'll look for it on the next go around. Cause I'm sure I'm going to be looking at this all day long. And um, <laughs> yeah, the, the, the rise of Skywalker, I, I, I like it. I mean, it, it isn't anything I ever would have expected. I, to, for them to actually use like Skywalker in a title, it's it's different. It's a little weird, but I kind of yeah. like it. I mean, especially if this is in fact you know the final you know film in this entire Skywalker saga, which there's that's what they're saying. Um, but it, it it really is like I said, open to interpretation as to what it means. Because you said it could mean Luke, it could mean Ben, could it also mean maybe Anakin? Could it mean maybe? Uh, is Ray really a Skywalker? I, I feel like that's a little too on the nose to be the case, but. Um, or, or could it be something different? I think it was my buddy Tom over on Twitter was saying his interpretation was that maybe they relabel the Jedi as the Skywalkers. And, you know, if, if you train to be a Jedi, you're training to be a Skywalker. That's the legacy that it's become by this point in the saga. So uh, it, it could really go a multitude of ways. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard, you know, yeah. A new name for the Jedi, um, stuff like that, or, or the resistance, like kind of forms into a new clan or something like i've heard a lot of interpretations as to what like skywalker could mean i think even my my friend hunter pointed out that skywalker in chiss like the 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 race that um thrawn is means what was it jedi or something like that or i, I forget what oh, he said but it's something along oh. those lines so i maybe that could pan out you know maybe they're laying the foundation i think they said that in um thrawn alliances um, which is not really a book I really loved all that much, but, um, you know, I, I think laying any groundwork outside of the movies is, is interesting. So yeah. we'll see if that happens. Um, I, I don't know though. I, I feel like it's more of a, a human thing where it's about a person. Um, maybe not Ray. I, I feel like, I feel like they'll probably stick with her being nobody. Uh -huh. Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> In the air. Yeah. We'll see. And um, I'm going to have to get used to this acronym, T-R-O-S. It feels a little awkward typing it. Yeah, well, you know what kind of bugs me about this new trilogy is they all start with the, which I, <laughs> I don't really love that, to be honest. I, I, I like the variety and the, the interesting titles and stuff for the past, but um, yeah. this is very like the, 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 the. It, it, I'm like, ah, I wish it would have like maybe changed it up a little bit. I don't know. Or yeah. just Rise of Skywalker, yeah. maybe? I don't know. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I thought about that too. Rise of Skywalker. That you know that. Yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of one of those things where when it's going film to film, it's not really a big deal. But then when you step back and look at the grand scheme of all the films that have come before it, it you do see that like it is very obvious. The 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 it's like yeah. okay. <laughs> Exactly. That's I didn't even think about it until somebody put it in perspective and had all the titles listed out, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, that is kind of weird. That is strange." Yeah, <laughs> a little like a li- like the Last Jedi coming two films after Return of the Jedi. It's just kind of like, okay, it's a little repetitive. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I guess I like that style, though. Yeah. <laughs> all well, comes full circle. Oh, of course, full circle. Um, well, Brad, it's uh, I, I'm really enjoying seeing this trailer. Um, it sounds like you're loving it too, and uh, I'm gonna turn it on again once I get off the uh, the call here with you. But uh, yeah. yeah, it's been a blast chatting with you. Do you have any final thoughts on the teaser trailer, or what maybe we can look forward to as we wait up for the release of the Rise of Skywalker? Oh man, I mean, Star Wars has so much to look forward to right now. I mean, especially during this this weekend uh, with celebration, it's like so many panels and i i mean we can't i know you too can't wait for like star wars galaxy's edge that's going to keep us occupied for a while and uh once disney plus hits man we're going to have so much star wars content we won't know what to do with it you know the mandalorian yeah. and clone wars and everything it's just crazy right now i love it this is the best time it, it absolutely is and this could be the, like the biggest year for star wars like ever like we might not see a year like this yeah. ever again so <laughs> i don't um, think so yeah definitely gonna soak up every moment of that and you know just make the most of it and totally enjoy it i'm sure you will too oh yeah well brad i know you're a busy guy so uh don't want to continue keeping you away from what you got to do but uh, as i noted a few minutes ago you're the host of the jurassic park podcast the definitive podcast for all things jurassic park uh, so where can our listeners go to learn more about the show? And uh, also, where can they go to find you on social media? Well, um, you can go to JurassicParkPodcast.com. That's our our website, obviously. You got all the episodes and everything on uh, our website there. You can follow us at Jurassic Park Pod on Instagram. Or no, sorry, Twitter. Uh, Instagram is at Jurassic Park Podcast. Same thing on Facebook. We uh, do have a Facebook group now. So if you want to join our Facebook like exclusive group, uh, private group, you can come in there. Um, I'm at Brad Jost on Twitter. You can find me talking about all kinds of things on there. So, yeah, I'm all over the place. Awesome. Well, hey, Brad, thanks again. And may the force be with you. Awesome. So over on Twitter, I asked, what was your favorite thing about the trailer? So I got some responses. My pal Tom Chorlton said, the hopeful prospect of going to the ruins of the Death Star, hopefully on Endor, thereby making me hope to get to see an Ewok again, then Palpatine. And it would be interesting if uh, this was on Endor. I mean, some things in the trailer kind of seem to suggest that it should be somewhere near Endor, possibly. I mean, where else could that Death Star be, right? But this planet didn't really look like Endor. Um, But then again, if it's anything like Earth, maybe some areas of the planet aren't forested. Maybe there are different areas of Endor that look different. So who knows? Time will tell. Ryan, also known as Laser Pants, who is representing Victoria's Cantina currently over at Star Wars Celebration, says Death Star 2 wreckage and Palpatine laughing. Yeah, that Palpatine laugh, I think, really sealed the deal for me watching this trailer. It was just like so out of left field, so unexpected, but so awesome at the same time. 
DJ Gill says, Lando. Cree Mole says, need to watch it again. Had to pull over and watch it on mobile. As of right now, I'm going with the Leia theme music. Gave me some major chill bumps. Yeah, the inclusion of that music, uh, which is so iconic, is is was just so awesome. And then Monster Dork says, the whole thing, does that count? In all seriousness, though, it was seeing Lando. That was great. Yeah, that absolutely was great. Well, friends, I appreciate you tuning into this episode of the Cantina Chatter podcast. Thanks again to Brad Jost for hanging out with me to talk about the trailer for The Rise of Skywalker. I will place some links in the show notes so that you can check him out and follow him as well as the Jurassic Park podcast. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for the latest updates. And don't forget to leave your reviews for Cantina Chatter. They really help to get the word of the podcast out there to other people who might not know about it. As always, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, bye-bye.